Welcome to the Addiction Connection podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw. Today in studio, I have a special guest, Pastor Steve Short from Greensville, Ohio. Hi, Pastor Steve. Welcome. Thank you, Mark. Good to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. You know, I usually do this with people on the phone, so it's so nice to have somebody sitting across the table that I can smile at, and he smiles at me. So uh, I think you're going to enjoy getting to know Pastor Steve. I know I'm, I've am i known him, we've probably known of each other for 20 years now, is that I right? Think in, I stopped in Birmingham when you were writing your first book. Yeah, so I was three years old. Yeah, <laughs> 20 years ago. 20 years ago, right, that was three, and no, yeah, that that's funny. And then you kind of were the one that Push me to to get some curriculum and some stuff out there to help. I mean, you didn't know that you were the one, but something you said, I've just thought about for years and thought I've got to do that for the Pastor Steves of the world. So yes, I remember talking several times at different conferences with you and yeah, and looking for something like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're here to visit me today and and uh, here at Grace Fellowship Church, and I'm so excited. I want to start with the book of Proverbs, chapter 9, verse 9, and I'm going to read 10 as well, which says this from the ESV version of the Bible, give instruction to a wise man and he will, he will be still wiser. Well, that's hard to say. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And I think about that in what you're doing now. So Pastor Steve, Greensville, Ohio, the church website where he serves is beamsvillechurch.com. That's B-E-A-M-S, villechurch.com. He has served as a senior lead pastor for 34 years, or you've been in the ministry 34 years? I, was, I served that Beamsville church for 34 years. The only church I ever pastored. Wow, okay. Yes. Man. See, now that that's something I admire, because people who listen probably know I've bounced around a little bit. But a guy who's been faithful and been in one place for 34 years, I just praise the Lord for men like you. Thank yeah. you for your ministry. Yeah, I felt like when I went there that I would stay till I retired, and I did, which I retired about a year ago from yep. senior pastor to now teaching and counseling. Yeah, well, and you're you're serving the church now, probably busier, busier than you've ever been. Doing more ministry than I ever have before without yeah. doing the administration work and right. a lot of the other things. So I'm focusing on the ministry of counseling and moving towards working with addicts. Yeah. More than I, I always have, but more so than ever. What's been sort of your heart's desire to work with addicts? It's just been a part of what God has given to me, I believe. Mm. But I never had the time to really focus on it. Uh, It's a hard ministry to do. For sure. It takes time uh, and, you know, I've looked at different programs that people use in the church, never found anything that was satisfactory to me. Yeah. That's when we began talking about something to go along with the Heart of Addictions book. Right, right. 
Yeah, that was probably eight years ago or so. I think so. It's been a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I said, I have something, but it's not ready yet. Yeah. I think. And I've been, I, I don't know if it's still ready, but I'm. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of material there. Yeah, it's a yes. lot. Well, you, um, you're rare. I mean, a lead pastor, of course, you're retired now, so you're mm -hmm. able to, to focus on this a little more, the counseling and teaching and that kind of thing. I mean, I say focus on it. Just the administrative stuff preoccupied you, you know, right. for a while. So why do you think, is that the biggest hindrance you think for senior pastors today? Or yeah, I think so. There's just so many things that, so many good things that need done. Yes, yeah. yeah. And serving a lot of people. Uh, and I still, I miss that. because I'm sure. I enjoyed it. Every part of it for all those years, but now there's a different focus, and I enjoy this too. Yeah, yeah, boy, I tell you, I for someone like you to have a desire to help the addicted, I, I just I want to do cartwheels because of for <laughs> cartwheels of joy. I could do cartwheels that, that probably injure me, so not those kind. <laughs> but if I could do cartwheels, I would. <laughs> Um, but I say that because 34 years of ministry at this one church and your study of the word and everything you bring, to me, you bring a wealth, a, a, a deep knowledge and, and help. That's why I read that verse uh, that you can offer the addicted. And then you're just a, a very sweet, kind, passionate man who can sit down and be straight with people, tell them the hard thing but you do it in a gentle way. Have you heard that before? Is this yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and at, uh, the addicted need to hear the truth. Yes. But someone who can deliver it in a gentle way is, is someone that uh, I just uh, think is so sorely needed mm -hmm. in this world today. And I think that's one of the hindrances of people that I have in the counseling training classes that I teach for ACBC. Yeah. Is that some of them, they know a lot of scripture know a lot of theology, but can't speak gently to yeah, people. Yeah. And you know, I was talking to a pastor today who said, if you notice in our culture today, the tone that people speak to each other with is very different. You know, it's harsher. Yes. It, it's a much more unloving tone and, and less gracious. People are... Um, demanding if you go to a restaurant or, you know, and you're wanting to be served. Or even the flip is restaurants don't serve uh, with kindness. Uh, not all of them, you know, anymore. Mm -hmm. The customer isn't always right anymore. And no. The world, the tone of the world has changed. And have you seen that as well? Quite a bit. In the ministry, I've seen that. And a lot of the, the ones that are teaching and supposedly training younger men to come up into the ministry can be very harsh. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Galatians 6.1 just isn't practiced. That's right, that yeah. gentle. Yes. Yeah, The it, it, you're right, you're right. And I think what the church lacks a lot of as well is from Galatians 6.1 is the idea of restoration to restore gently. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I'm glad you're doing this. I, I tell you, you have... A lot of information and truth to give, and you could do it in a gentle way. And I, I think that's 
that's sorely needed in this world, but also in the the addicted world too. Yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about your uh, early life and how you came to know the Lord. Tell us a little bit about your story. Okay. Uh, grew up on the farm. Grew up working, playing sports, kept busy, went to church until I was 17 or 18. Then I didn't have time anymore. Too many other things to do. All the way through my 20s, um, did not go to church. Very, very seldom yeah. did I ever go. Uh, and didn't live for the Lord at all. But when I was 30 is when my wife and I started going to church. A friend of mine invited us to come to church with him. We went on a Sunday. And my wife had been thinking about it anyway. And I come in and I told her, I was out feeding the cows. And come in and said, you know, I think we ought to go to church, honey. She goes, I've been thinking the same thing. So we went. That was on Sunday. Tuesday night, the Evangelism Explosion team came out to the house. Back in the days, this was 40 years ago. And I accepted Christ that night. Wow. And they said, you know, here's a Gospel of John. I want you to read a chapter a day. I think in three days I had the whole book read. Yeah. <laughs> 21 chapters. You couldn't get enough of it just that quick. Yeah. And the next week my wife accepted Christ. She wasn't home that night. Um, the team came out to share the gospel. That's kind of the way things That's right. happened. I was sitting at home. Our daughter was two or three years old. I was sitting there drinking beer is what I was doing. <laughs> and shoes and socks off. And here comes these church people. <laughs> That's how I accepted Christ. Yeah. Didn't know a lot about it, mm-hmm. but it was just God calling. Yeah. Accepting it by faith. Uh, within a year, I uh, felt to call into the ministry, started college. Yeah. So I was 30 when I started college. Wow. Uh, took some, went to community college, took some prerequisite classes. Then, um, Attended Moody Bible Institute. They had classes in Dayton at that time. Yeah, I attended classes there. A um, couple other places I took classes and then um, work, studied Bible at Moody and then had a graduate courses in general ministry at Huntington College in Indiana. Wow, okay. And within five years, I was up at the church at Beamsville as... Interim pastor. Now, how old were you when you were saved? Okay. What would you say? 30. 30. And so now we're five years later or? Yes. Wow. Well, okay. 35. You, well, mean, you read the book of John in three days, so you were <laughs> It just went from there, yeah. Yeah, I was taking all kinds of classes, and te- wow. teaching evangelism. Wow. And there was a guy who had a Christian bookstore in a next town over that I went to school with in high okay. school. Wow. He went to Grace College up in Winona Lake, mm-hmm. had a bookstore there, and he got me reading Jay Adams' books Wow! right away. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of got started with Jay Adams, John MacArthur, and James Kennedy. Wow. So I had a good start in Reformed theology. Yeah, yeah, wow. So counseling, even at that point, you saw a need in your church for serving people and counseling. And And 
I started doing biblical counseling with Jay Adams' books mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Didn't even know what I was doing, <laughs> but I used them. Yeah. Uh, even going up to the church and right away we started talking to people about you need to do what the Bible says and had a big impact on how I preached and yeah. as well. So I've been kind of steeped in it from the beginning. Uh, then I think it was about 20 some years ago, I um, heard Jay Adams speak at a small conference over close to us. And at that point, it was just like, this is what I need to do. And then I got certified a year later wow. through NANC at that time. So how like, old are you now? 70. I mean, no, no, at, at this point oh, in your at story. That <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd have to do some math. I guess yeah. late, late 40s. 40? Oh, late 40s. Okay. Probably. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, I first 10 years I didn't do a lot yeah. as far as the biblical counseling, counseling training. I yeah. just took did it on my own with Jay Adams' books. Yeah, yeah. Which there weren't that many back then. Right, right. Now there's thousands <laughs> of counseling books. Right, right. Good counseling books. That's right. Yes. It was, uh, there were a few resources. So 35 to 45, you're kind of counseling on your own, figuring it out, using Jay Adams material and just trying to be yes. biblical and how you're counseling. Then you get certified with NANC, which is now ACBC. Correct. And uh, late 40s. So yeah, okay. Yeah. And you let the secret out of the bag, you're 70. Yeah. <laughs> well, you put all that together, you, somebody could figure it out, I suppose. <laughs> That's right. It's not that big a secret. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, fifteen years into ministry now, so you're around fifty. Mm, yes. Fifteen years in, what are you, what are you thinking at this point? Fifteen years into ministry versus when you started out, what were there things that you were learning and thinking? Wow. This is different than I thought. <laughs> yes, I, I had some things happen, and I've kind of kept track of it. I don't know if I could even name them all, but like every five years, I had a huge crucible in my life. Oh, wow. Two or three of them were near-death type things. Wow. And out of every one of those, it was like there was something impressed upon my heart, go and do this. I remember one of them very early on was evangelism. Yeah. And then counseling was another one. Right. Uh, late about ten years later, I forget what it. I don't have them all together yeah, anymore. No, okay. But but yeah. it was then to train pastors. Mm. When I first went huh. to Beamsville Church, there wasn't one pastor in the county that would talk about biblical counseling with me. Huh? Really? They were just they didn't want anything to do with it. Uh-huh. And so I began to work with them and use some materials that other people had written to teach counseling classes at our church. Sure. A few of the pastors took them, uh, then started pursuing certification for a training center through NANC. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you saw the need to, to equip other pastors. I mean, you couldn't be the only guy in right. town counseling yes. the whole town. I mean, yeah. Yes. And we got a... Our county's about 55,000 people. Yeah. And now, and within that county, there's uh, 30, 35 pastors have been through the classes, which is about wow. a third of the pastors in, in the area. Wow. And part of the surrounding county. We've had people from five or six different counties come through the classes over the years. Now, that's leadership. I mean, you know, that people, 
I mean, you're a quiet, kind man, um, but that is uh, leadership, being an influencer. I, I love that. I mean, yes, you know, that that's the way to do it. I would have never thought of myself doing that any yeah. growing up or any time. It just came about. Yeah, absolutely. as God does. Yeah, He impressed that on your heart, and yes. you thought, "Man, I, I've got to do this. I've mm-hmm. got to meet this need." So very obvious, it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. Well, God <laughs> used you. What yes. a what a blessing, you know, yeah. to be used by God and in that way. So wow. So you're you're you're. How did you know you were called into ministry? So take us back to that thirty okay. to thirty-five uh, year yes. old range. Yeah, that was. 30 at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, it was something I just kept thinking about. Uh, there was the church we were at at that time. I had asked, I said, Can I teach a Sunday school class? And he said, Well, there isn't any Sunday school classes available that you could teach. I said, Well, if I start one and invite new people to come to Sunday school, and they said, Well, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Then they said, We don't have any room. And they said, Upstairs in the church, there's some space. There's, you could fix up a room there, and we did. We, two or three other guys and myself, built some, built a wall, made a classroom. That was my first class to teach. Oh man! <laughs> so, so it, Sunday school was kind of the the testing ground. Yeah, to say, it was. Hey. Yes. Yeah. I had no idea, but that was something I really enjoyed. Saw God working through it. Yeah. You know, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of the first sermons, first things you remember preaching on? on and <laughs> Joshua 1.8. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was the first one that I remember uh, that I did. I just, being in the Word yeah. day and night, I just had always had that impression that that's what God wants us to do, and I have always you taught love, that. You love the Word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Joshua 1.8 says, I want to read it accurately, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will have your way prosperous and then you will have good success. ESV. You may have used a different version back then, but. uh, Yes. And that leads right into biblical counseling, doesn't it? It does. Yes. I mean, day and night, that's, uh, that's a part I like, meditating on it, thinking about the word day and night, yes. just, just uh, chewing on it, you yes. know, and, and uh, it's so rich. I mean, yeah. you're 70 now. What is God teach? Is there anything left for God to teach you at 70? I mean, is there anything else to learn? I think more than there ever was before. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, it's that illustration of the balloon. You know, you've probably heard when you, you take a balloon, you fill it with all your knowledge, and the balloon expands. Yeah. But the outside of the balloon touches more of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just the more I... Yeah. Learn the more I want to learn and is available to learn. Oh wow. It's exciting yeah. to read the Bible every day and learn from it. Mm-hmm. And we have a good God. I mean yes. He is so knowledgeable and and so deep and rich that we'll never mind the depths of his word, you know. That's right. why meditating on it day and night, you could do that the rest of your life and still have a 
thimbleful of, yes. of, right. of yeah. knowledge compared to what God knows. And, and even that word meditation is, is to uh, chew on it audibly. Yeah. It's yeah. active. Yeah. And you engage in that. A chomping. Yes. Yeah, you can hear it. It's not yeah. polite. Yeah. <laughs> As we would say. That's right. Yeah. And then, like you said, for counseling, you're, that'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. Yes. I mean, that's, the, that's a promise that God tells us. You yes. know, not that everything's going to be easy and hunky-dory, but that things will prosper. We will grow inside. And how I think in how we deal with life stressors and, and everything that's going on in the mm-hmm. world today. Well, this has been encouraging. Um, I, um, I want to do another one of these with you. So this is part one. I think we'll do a part two if you're okay with that. Well, yes, whatever you'd like to do. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're retired and, and you're here, I might, I might as well use you, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for listening in. Tune in to part two with Pastor Steve Short. Uh, again, the, the church website, if you want to know more about his church, uh, the church that it's not his church, it's God's church, the church where he served, it's beamsvillechurch.com. And uh, I want to thank him for being on this podcast and thank you for listening. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.